Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to episode 164 uh, of Two Drunk Brothers in the Podcast. Still joined with our great guest, Ethan Short, no Jarrett. Um, so yeah, that's what it is. But we got coming to you tonight. Haven't haven't uh, came in your ears in two weeks now. Uh, so we took that's last week off. It. Not not a whole <laughs> lot going on. Um, but we're back, so we got some NBA and NHL playoff talk to coming at you, um, and as well as this is only going to be relevant for, for a day after this episode drops, actually half a day. But the match sit or four, so, or is it six? It, it depends on what you want to count. Like if you count Kepka and uh, Deschambeau's last year in November, they considered that the match. But this is me, so yeah, this is the that, sixth. Yeah. Yeah. I got the fucking Roman numerals, Roman numerals wrong. Uh, flipped around. I thought it was four, but it's six. But it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. It's still only twelve or thirteen holes, though. So it's the same, I believe place that Kepka and DeChambeau did, and it's really weird. So tomorrow evening at six thirty Central, seven thirty yep. your time is when it starts. So. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be pretty dark wrap up, but we got that coming at you. First things first, let's talk about uh, the NBA going into the finals. Warriors, Celtics. It's what we called two weeks ago. We said that's yeah, what it was going to no. be. Um, I uh, I feel like that the series with the Warriors and the Mavs went about exactly as we had predicted. The, the Mavs just really couldn't keep up with the Warriors' pace of scoring. Uh, Luka did everything that he could, but even dropping 40 a night's not enough when you don't have a supporting cast, which is another thing that we talked about. And the Warriors really just showed up to play and took care of business in five and really gave them a game in game four as well. They could have swept that game, that series. Yeah. I mean, I knew, we knew that it wasn't going to be anything too crazy uh, competitive, and that's what it was. And to be honest, before we talk about this Celtics uh, Heat series, uh, the, I've, to me, while, yes, I don't have an NBA team to root for, and I'm not really a fan of any NBA team, it's just been less than fun to watch. Lots of blowouts on either side, no real close games. I mean, obviously there's been some, but very subpar NBA playoffs. So I'll preface it with that. Let's get into Celtics Heat uh, Ethan, obviously we've gone over this is a Celtics fan. So what did you think about the series? How did you, did you expect it to play out that way? I thought it was a little bit closer than what it should have been. I thought that the heat honestly, were going to take it going into game seven, 
didn't work out that way. Thoughts, T's and T's and O's. Yeah, you're you're not wrong in that. I kind of felt the same way. It was a lot closer than it should have been, and I think Game Seven really tells that story because the entire Game Seven was a lot closer than it should have been. Celtics get out to an early 15 point lead. The Heat cut it to five or six, and then the Celtics jump back up, get up 13 or 14. Uh, Heat cut it to six at half, and then out in the third quarter, Celtics jump out to an early run, get up 15 to 17 points again, and then blink of an eye you look there's two and a half minutes left the Celtics are up 11 or 12 and in that two minute period they just laid off the gas a lot and the heat cut it to two and really Jimmy Butler got a great look for three there at the end I thought I thought we lost I watched him pull up for that and I was just like this game's over um Celtics lost I'm gonna go home and it hit off the front of the rim thank god but yeah, just a lot closer than it should have been. Injuries played a huge role in that entire series on both sides of the floor between uh, Kyle Lowry com- not coming in until I think game three or game two. Butler, Tatum, Marcus Smart, all of them getting banged up for like around game three, four. Tyler Hero obviously not playing until game seven um, after getting hurt early on. So just a multitude of injuries mixed with runs from both teams even the games that the heat won it seemed like they just went on huge runs um to start the game or in the third quarter to to take a huge lead but it was definitely a defensive battle kind of what we saw and what we figured the top defensive team in the league in the celtics and the third best defense in the league over the season in the heat um really showed up to play for the majority of the series what did you think about the max Struess three at the end of the game yeah i you know it surprised me and what's crazy is that they must have had some crazy angle because they did review it. It's crazy that I mean, he was, they called he was it the in. way it did, but it, it looked into me. I, I won't deny that as even as a Celtics fan, he he was in bounds from at least from the angle that we saw. Like I said, unless there was some crazy angle that we missed where he barely touched the line, they should have counted that three pointer. And that really could have been a whole different swing uh in momentum in that game. So yeah. I mean as far as getting a definitive look, that's pretty definitive. I don't know how like 100% sure you're wanting to be on those calls, but I, I don't understand how it's any more like certain than that. Just yeah. looking back, I wasn't watching the game because, like I said, I I don't even know what I had going on. But whatever I had, it was obviously more important than watching that game. <laughs> um, but I did watch some of them, and I thought that – I it was a lot closer of a series than what it should have been. Now saying that going into the preview of the NBA finals, it's not, it's not really looking good for the Celtics. If they struggle with the heat like that, just considering how much more dynamic and explosive of a team the Warriors are. I think that for me, for the Celtics to, to have a good shot at winning this finals, it's going to come down to how well they can defend their three high volume shooters and Steph Clay and Jordan Poole slash Andrew Wiggins. I consider them one person because I feel like it's a, a flip flop on which one of them produces on a given night. Um, so how well they can defend those three because they have the size. They are much, much larger all around than the Warriors are. So they have the size on them. They obviously were the best defensive team in the league this year. So they have that to go for them but how consistent can they guard their big three um and then or big three scores i should say 
And then how consistently can they score? Because we see, you know, Tatum drop 30, 35 one night, and then the next night shoot three for 17. And Jalen Brown might have a good game, but if you're struggling like that, you're, if your star is struggling in the way that Tatum tends to do here and there, he's not super inconsistent, but there are times where he'll shoot a high volume number of shots and shoot 35% from the field that night. Um, so how consistent they can be on the offensive end and then how well they can defend. It's, it's really what it's going to come down to for me because the Warriors are going to be the Warriors. I, I fully expect them to come out shooting, um, have a really good job passing the ball around, getting everybody that they can involved um, and playing middle of the road defense because that's kind of what they've played all season long. They've done better in the postseason, but also they've had fairly not easy matchups, but easier matchups. You get to play the Mavs. The uh, Grizzlies half the series without Ja, and then uh, the Nuggets without Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. So, right. I mean, the way I look at it, it's it's going to be t- tough to see them keep up with the scoring powers they have, regardless of their defense, because they're they're going to find ways to score. They always do, and even in the games where they're not shooting well, they always manage to find themselves in it. The, the Warriors haven't been blown out too many times in this playoffs, uh, unless I'm just unless I've just been watching the wrong games. Um, but betting, since we are a betting podcast and we are, we are like to include that, those lines, I'll probably take a stake in it. Right now, series winner, Warriors are minus 150, Celtics are plus 130. Not betting with your heart. Who do you got? Like, realistically, yeah, well, if, you're, if it's the Celtics, tell me <laughs> the Celtics. But I, uh, realistically, if I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet on the Celtics. Um, Partially well, you're being not a bet against fan. your own team, but if you were if you were telling someone, "Hey, this team, I think is going to win," and I'm confident in saying that, yeah. If I'm gonna, if I were a betting person, just straight up gambling, didn't have any stake in this game whatsoever. I look at the minus 150 as you know, it's not bad value, but it's not great value. I'd look to see what the odds are on the Warriors winning in six, because I could definitely so I think see this that's- game going six. That's my that's my prediction. Uh, seven's just too cliche, yada yada. I think that if they're going to be, they're going to be in the six. Five is really pushing it. So Warriors four two is plus five fifty. Yeah, so that's I like, that's I like a really good one. Or you can just do six games in general, which I think is solid value. It could go either way. Say the Warriors lay some eggs. Plus two hundred there, uh, yeah. So if I'm betting, I would like to. I'll take Warriors, uh, straight up minus one hundred and fifty. Because I, I just I think they're going to win. They they've just looked incredible. And then I would take the six games at plus two hundred. Uh, that would be my my two. I like it. I also I had a a fun prop bet that I actually saw earlier today when they released some of the some of the specials. And one of my favorite bets for this series is the highest average scorer for the series. I saw those, um, yeah. Is right now, and I love Tatum, and he's the favorite at minus 110. But you got to think with the Warriors, Clay might drop 35 one night, Steph might drop 35 the next night, but they're, they both of them don't consistently, I feel like, drop 25 to 30 points. It's usually one or the other. Sometimes it's Poole or Wiggins, whereas. Tatum's probably going to get you, especially in the finals when he knows everything's on the line. He's probably going to drop 30 a night would be my guess. So I really like those odds a lot. I know he's the the odds on favorite, but at minus 110, it's good value. 
I'd throw some I'd throw some money on that. It's so crazy how many like if you just go to DraftKings, I'm not I'm not looking at FanDuel, but I'm sure they have some of the same. But just some of the some of the props that they have on these are wild. Like they have uh average points per game of each team. The Warriors is set at one oh six over under one oh six. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I think that's pretty yeah. low. Yeah, I mean, they're probably banking again on that Celtics defense who granted the the Warriors are not the Heat, but the Heat But I if you're banking on this point, on the Warriors winning this series, they're going to Right, they're going to put up points. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um I th- uh, I think another... here's a good one. Here's a good one. Uh you got to go to finals props and then Thunder bang. Distance of the longest made shot in the NBA hmm. finals. 30 to 34 feet is minus 185 and then 35 to 9 to 39 feet is plus 215. 40 feet plus is plus 1000. Hmm. That's that's a tough one. I think for the value you could do 35 to 39 because I could see Steph pulling up from the logo just just because he's on a hot streak. It's hard. I don't know where exactly 35 is on the court like if I'm looking at it. Yeah. I mean, you're 35 you're thinking uh like those those wing side logos not center court logo but your your finals logos that are on the sides I, I can see I, that I happening especially like yeah like a buzzer beater at the end of a quarter dribble right. down to the corner and, or not corner but you know corner of that side if you're inbounding from the baseline right dribbling out right there but anyway I thought that was that was different uh what were you gonna say I I was just still looking at the the averages. I really like highest rebound average. Kevon Looney. The dude's just a rebound machine. And how you many can't is he averaging this this playoffs? I do not have the actual average, but I know that regular his averages were anytime I look at the Warriors stat line, he was grabbing twelve to thirteen boards a game, it felt like. Now I know I know he didn't average that, but even in these playoffs, I think the one game that I checked in on the stats of the Warriors during the last series against the Mavs. He had like nine boards at halftime. And there's nobody on the Celtics, I think, that's putting up more than 10 boards a game. So if you're looking at highest averages for the the Al Horford is the favorite right now, and I just have a hard time believing that. But we'll see. I don't know. I could be wrong. There you go. Ethan likes that. That's his one his one Warriors pick of the bet. <laughs> um, but either way, either side you look at it, not really a whole lot to talk about because it's kind of it's kind of just like if you're a Celtics backer, you're there, and then there's like, I feel like if you're a Celtics backer, you're more than likely a Celtics fan or just hate the Warriors, uh, or if you're just like in general, everyone else is going to pick the Warriors to win. I think minus 150 is solid value, obviously, uh, and not and not hoping Ethan any more pain after what we just had to endure with the Blues. Yeah. which we're going to talk about here in a second. But that's my prediction. Ethan thinks Celtics are going to win. Uh, so 
whichever way you look at it, maybe just just bet on our, our favorite bet series goes six games and you can root for whatever. Just root for someone to be up. Root for a good series. Someone to be up Honestly. three two and then just end it in the six games. So yep. uh there is the finals talk. Not a whole lot going there on there. Uh we'll we'll switch on over to NHL talk. We've got the conference finals going on right now. Uh Avalanche Oilers, their first game is currently going on, and it is 3-2 at the end of the first. Jesus Christ. Uh, Avalanche are winning that game. Talking about that series is is tough because I don't think either team has much of a defense at all. I think both their defenses suck. I think – and – the Blues exposed the Avalanche for having a bad defense. They stuck in every game by getting outshot almost two to one. Um, Darcy Kemper, not a great goaltender. Uh, really, the only thing the Avalanche have going for them is that they're fast and they have some goal scorers. And that kind of bodes well, both more of the same as well with the Oilers. McDavid, they're quick, they can score goals, but the defense, very spotty. Um, obviously, I think the Avalanche are going to win this series, but. Oilers podcast over here. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm i in the same boat. I was looking into it a little bit more, and the one thing that might bode well for the Oilers is if they can get more shots on goal than the Blues did and the Preds did in the first round, because you're right, and I'm blanking on his name, but the uh, Avalanche's goalie Darcy Kemper. is, thank you, Kemper, um, hasn't faced a whole lot of shots. So you get some pressure on him. You get some more shots on him. He's going to slip up. He's not, you know, some godsend goalie who's just knocking everything down and keeping everything in front of him. You manage to get more shots on goal, more more of those pucks are going to get by him. So if Connor McDavid and some of those guys can put some pressure on him, put some pressure on that defense, I think that that'll bode well for them. Because on the flip side, the Oilers have faced a ton of shots on goal in their first two series. I think it's the second most in the playoffs is what I read. So they they are you, a little more well-rounded. And so if you look at it tonight, yeah, I mean, it, it, it stays kind of the same. Through the first period, the Avalanche have had 16 shots on goal, three goals. They have outshot the Oilers two to one. The Oilers have eight shots on goal and have scored twice. So right there alone, I mean, I don't think it's going to be an easy series. I think it could, it could go six uh, or it will go six rather. And they'll probably take it there just because it's consistent play. But, I mean, that's just – it is what it is. They've kind of gotten an easy matchup in the in the conference finals. But you could say the same for the Lightning because the Lightning are getting, in my eyes, cupcake matchup in the Raiders. I think we could see another sweep. Yeah. And what's crazy is a lot of people are, are predicting the Rangers to take this series. And I, I just – I don't have – any way of looking and thinking that that's true the lightning are just so experienced they've been here time and time and time again they've shown that they show up in the playoffs regardless of you know and they weren't a bad team in the regular season but they obviously weren't the one seed um, but they're definitely playing like the one seed so i i agree i think that they might take this series in five um but i've seen so many people saying rangers and six rangers and seven we'll see but i don't believe it they are as of right now a minus one seventy five. The Lightning minus one seventy five favorite in the series. I think that is honestly call me crazy good value because I think 
I think it's almost a guarantee. If it, if it, if I'm calling a lock, <laughs> I think that's this I is think your that's lock. a lock. I I, nice. I do. Like I mean, shit, lay hundred bucks on it, get you some money back. Um, I th- I think it's an easy win for them. I would, I I can't find it anywhere in front of me, but I would like to see the odds on like Lightning Avs finals with the Lightning winning. What those yeah. odds are, I think you could get a good price on that. That'd be my bet. I think the Lightning make it. I think the Avs make it. If the Avalanche win, I'm just gonna go jump off a bridge because I can't see. Stan Kroenke win another fucking two championships in one year. No, absolutely not. Well, and I also too saw I read somewhere earlier that uh, I hope I don't butcher his name, but uh, Vasilevsky, the goalie for the Lightning, um, has was it the highest or like the second highest save percentage in playoff history, minimum of like 60 games. So that dude's obviously got some experience under his belt and very well done. So when he does or when he is, uh, in the game, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, he's a very, very solid goaltender. He can let in some pretty shitty goals whenever things are uh, like neck and neck and tight and goals when you shouldn't. But obviously that's going to be any goaltender. So he's solid. If I'm betting on anyone, it's going to be the lightning. And that's who I think is going to take it. God damn it. Cardinals just hmm. fucking struck out the side. Oh, oh my God. Got struck out on the side. Yeah. Did you have Snell's? What a night. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yes, I did. Mm. What was it? Five and a half. Six through four innings. Yeah, not great. For a team that also doesn't strike out a lot. Second best team in the MLB. Yep. Was the first until last night. But either way, uh, side note, MLB. (laughs) MLB baseball that's kicking our ass tonight. Um. Oh, we didn't we didn't talk about this. So sorry. That track. Back up. The the Jason Tatum text to Kobe. Cringe. It, it's pretty cringe. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't care. Let me word this and tread lightly for Kobe fans and Tatum fans, I guess. But I don't care what kind of relationship you had with somebody. Um, work relationship, personal relationship, professional, what it may be. Texting a deceased individual, like knowingly, and then posting it on social media is is like what cringe is. If he had just texted him because he, he it was heartfelt and he felt it, and that's what he wanted to do to, to kind of send his message, I guess, to Kobe before the game, that's one thing. I'm cool with that. But putting it on social media, that to me, that's just like a, hey, look at me, look what I did, and then look how it turned out because we won the game. Just is is like ultimate cringeworthy. Yeah, I mean, you're just you're just chasing the chasing the clout at that point, as as yeah. as the hip kids would would say. Um, but I mean, for I just saw that and I was like, dude, wh- why? I don't yeah. understand. I just didn't no. understand it, and I was just I don't- like, come on. <laughs> I don't. Not funny. I didn't go to. The uh, thing is, thing is, if if his number is like activated somewhere else, somebody oh gets that God. message. It'd been, been kind of funny. <laughs> not gonna lie, he like gets a text back. Who is this? <laughs> like, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thinking of you as well. <laughs> uh, nope, that would be. 
What were you going to say? Something else. I was going to say, I don't, I didn't, you know, when I was in high school after a, a good baseball game, text my, my deceased grandmother and was like, this one was for you. And then posted on Instagram. Like, to me, it's synonymous. It's the same thing. Like, no, I'm not going to do yeah, that. I mean, he was, he was already wear like for wearing the armband in general was like enough. And then the whole text and then post it. It's like, you just won the Eastern Conference Finals. You still have a whole other series to win. So. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix Therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit FindRealRelief.com. That's FindRealRelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to FindRealRelief.com. Yep. Whatever. But could could be some more emos good. commercials in the future for Jason Tatum. We shall see. There just might be. Maybe um, he can commercial his way in St. Louis getting an NBA team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Doubt that'll happen. But maybe. Um, so NBA, NHL playoff talk it is what it is uh some big games coming up though so tune into those and we just put out the picks for you uh did you see a parlay anywhere for lightning warriors championships i wonder what that value would be i will tell you let me i don't even can't i I wonder if you can yeah i'm not sure i mean i'm sure you can just parlay like an outright championship bet let me see if I can put that together really fast. So the Warriors are minus 160. And then if I go to NHL. It's not giving me an option to select the Avalanche. Uh, no, it sure isn't. Oh, here it is. Or Lightning, not Avalanche. Or right? Sorry, it's not giving me an option yeah. to select the Lightning. So I have Lightning Warriors parlay here. It's plus 403. If I parlay them outright betting to win the championships right now, um, so ten dollars would win you forty bucks. But that's not great value. Not, it's not great value when the fact that the Lightning are still in the conference championship had the yeah, had I, you bet it when the Warriors were still in the conference championship, it might have been a little bit better value. But still, what is just the Lightning? Uh, the Lightning were plus one. Hold on, plus two ten. I almost just like that better on its own. Yeah. Yeah, the, the four... I would take that on its own. The four remaining, the Avalanche are plus 110, Lightning are plus 210, and then the Oilers and the Rangers are both plus 600. Yeah, I would take I would take the uh, the Lightning there, plus 210. I think that's some solid value. Um, there's that. Tomorrow, or today, if you're listening to this on Wednesday... June 1st, Jesus crazy as we're already going to be in June. Um, 
if you're not listening to this on Wednesday, then I guess this is nothing you could maybe <laughs> fast forward to the how, end. No, maybe you just see how smart we are. Yeah, We're true. Very true. I, I just got out of the uh, the uh, goddamn can't think of the name of it. The portal, the time travel machine. What are you looking for here? The hot tub. Back to Back to the Future. <laughs> oh, the. Uh, uh, the Mandal? No, that I almost said the. I almost said Mandalorian. <laughs> I almost said that too. What is it? But it's something close. I don't know. It's been so damn long since I've seen that oh movie. Oh my gosh, it's gonna drive the, me insane. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. Top of our head, can't asking. even think of anything. Uh, the... Back to the Future car is the DeLorean. The not the DeLorean. Mandalorian. The DeLorean. The DeLorean at 88. I just got out of it. Obviously. I'm so dazed that I don't even know what's going on. Uh, no, but we've got Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, who we've never seen play golf right on a competitive level. If you have, you're just a weirdo. Uh, it's because it hasn't been televised <laughs> before. Uh, but Tom Brady, this is his third match, 0-2 in the matches. Um Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers was just in the one. Correct. He was just in the one with the Shambo. And, and then Phil and, and Brady. They did, yeah. They beat Brady okay. and Phil. All right. So Rodgers 1 0, Brady 0 oh, 2. Tom Brady looking like the trying to be the LeBron James of the NBA Finals, uh, making all the appearances. You can't not win in them. Um, just, just kidding. LeBron's the goat. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> to give you a little bit of insight on this Tom we're going to go over handicaps if you don't know how handicaps work maybe Ethan doesn't so I'm going to explain it to him as well do you know how handicaps work I don't so it's, it'd be a okay. good nice learning lesson so yeah a handicap for those of you who don't know it does not mean that you have one leg or three limbs It in golf it means uh, the like your average Depending on the rating of the course, like your at like your average score over under par. So if you have a plus handicap, you're averaging under par. Uh, you just have like a regular number, like eight, seven, six point four, or whatever, because there is decimal system. That's however many strokes you're expected to shoot over par, um, based on the rounds that you've played, and a lot of stuff goes into it, and yada yada yada. Tom Brady's handicap is an eight point one. And Aaron Rodgers is surprisingly low at a 4.6. And then Josh Allen, while I don't think he has a uh, like registered handicap, they are they just estimate his at to be at nine, which I find that to be really weird. Like, hey, we're just gonna give this guy a nine handicap, even though he's not <laughs> registered for one. Right. Like this is what we think he is. Yeah. Uh, and then Patrick Mahomes actually has one registered 7.7. Which is fairly low as well. So, when it comes down to it, obviously Brady and Rodgers have the better edge in terms of average between the two on the handicap. Odds wise, minus 190 Brady and Rodgers, plus 160 Allen and Mahomes. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be that close. Even though I, minus 190 is a lot of juice, I don't think it's going to be that close. I don't either. I I really like Rodgers and Brady simply for the fact that, if I'm remembering correctly, when Rodgers played with DeChambeau, he actually had 
some fairly well hit drives and like DeChambeau to the point where DeChambeau was just trying to blast it down the fairway because he knew that Rogers would at least get them in good position if his yeah. went 40 yards to the right. And then, so if you play off of a good Rogers drive, I think Brady has a good enough mid range game, I guess you could call it that they'll be a lot more consistent than Allen and Mahomes. Now, granted, we've obviously never seen them play, but my guess is that those two are swing as hard as <laughs> you can is, off the tee box. Yes. And uh, see where the ball goes. So, are they going to outdrive them? Yes, I think so. Whether or not it's going to be straight or down the fairway, I have no fucking idea. I think it's going to come down to short game because, uh, well, chipping and out of bunkers is going to be rough for everyone all around. Because uh, we've seen that. We saw that with with Brady and Rogers, like getting in and out of bunkers is tough, but Aaron Rodgers is the best out of the four. As far as short game and putting, I think that is where it's really going to come down to uh, yep. on these greens, getting however far away you are. I can't imagine their approach shots are going to be extremely close, lagging it up there to tap in for par bogey, etc. I think Allen and Mahomes are going to really struggle. Uh, yeah. Have, I, th- I can see them having three putts, uh, or just like a chip, chip over two putt bogey things like that. I don't think I don't see it going well for them. It, it, long story short, I really don't. Yeah, and I, it's going to be interesting to watch because this is the first time there's not a professional golfer in this tournament or match, I guess. So in shots where you know somebody might fuck up and hit something not great, but then you have Mickelson or DeChambeau or Woods to clean it up and and wrap things up on the hole now you might have Mahomes hit one into the bunker and then Allen hits it into the bunker on the other side of the green. And then they finally get it up onto the green and then they three putt to get it in. Whereas in the past, you know, Brady might've hit it into the bunker, but then Phil just drops it three feet from the hole. So I think that'll right. be really fun to watch too. I, I can see a lot more average scores over par. Like yeah. it's not going to be par bogey, maybe a birdie here. But it's gonna be it's gonna be different, which is why it shocked me that they're starting it so late. Because I, I think the last was the last one the one with Charles Bark. No, it was the Bryson one. But the one before that yeah. was the one with Charles yeah. Barkley. They started that late in the afternoon in Arizona, and it went so fucking late. I didn't think they were gonna be able to get yeah, it. It was dark. Yeah, yeah. and and it's, like, and it's kind of I a similar you're trying situation. to appease everyone and like start right. it after work, but that's just not gonna happen. You got to think. Uh, I'm pretty sure Vegas is west coast at least it's not mountain i don't think so they will be starting at 3 30 but they're on that eastern side of that 3 30 so the sun's gonna go down a lot quicker than it would in like la um so you're right that tw- yeah sure they're only playing 12 holes but even 12 holes is gonna be cutting it real close to get into i thought that it was gonna be like a 1 p.m start and i thought it one i confused myself because i thought it was yesterday I was looking at some of the previews and it was like at 6.30 on TNT and I was like, shit, I got to go home and watch that. And then I was wrong. It was it was on Wednesday, but still, I yeah, 6.30, 7.30 here. Oh, wait, so if it's 7.30 here, it's actually 4.30 in Vegas. That's right. It's not 3.30, it's 4.30. Are they in? Unless they're mountain time. If they're mountain time, it's 5.30. But No, five, yes. If they're mountain time, 5.30, so 4.30 there. You got to think though, Four golfers. It should, and it's only like a thirteen. Is it fucking thirteen or twelve holes? It's twelve holes. I looked it up earlier. So 
it should not take them longer than I would say three and a half hours. And that's being generous Yeah. to playing. Everyone has their own cart and it's a shamble. So for those who also don't know a shamble, it's not like, it's kind of like a scramble, but not really. So each golfer uses their own uh, ball after the tee shot. So you take the best tee shot and then everyone, like you'll play from there and you'll play your own ball after that. And then you take the best score after that. Nice. So I, it's going to be weird because if it's not a scramble, then yeah, I mean, you're just really going to, you're really going to, I think you're really there. The pressure is going to be on Patrick Mahomes to play good golf. Uh, hopefully he doesn't play the best golf of his life. Cause I would fucking <laughs> jump out of my skin watching that, but it's going to be fun to watch. I will lay, I'm going to lay a good chunk of change on Brady and Rogers. And it's going to, I just think it's going to be fun to watch. All the shit talk is, is awesome. Uh, did you see that? Like I had it set up in the middle of a fairway, but it was kind of like a modified part of three the other day, that drone footage of Tom Brady hitting that. I did not know. You didn't, I didn't see that? See it. Uh-uh. I haven't really but got people... to see any of their like trash pregame trash talk or anything like that. Although I did see, uh, Brady throw a little bit of shade at Allen, which I thought was funny, but that's all I saw. Oh yeah, yeah, that picture of him swinging. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, one? and then talk. Yeah, and then him talking about how uh, normally you have to have a a good game to back up your trash talk, and like he hasn't had a good enough game in football yet to do so. So I thought that was funny too. But and then Allen clapped that back at him funny. with the he's got writers writing a script for him to be funny. It's like that's pretty. Oh good. my gosh! But it should be. It'll, it'll be a good one. Yeah, everyone tune in. TNT, right? Yep, correct. TNT. TNT. Good old Charles TNT. Barkley on the on the broadcast. Um, and uh, JJ Watt is another one that's going to be on the broadcast. Really? Yep. I'm sure they'll bring in because they always bring in like a ton of different people yep. throughout the entirety of it. So it will be fun. I didn't like I said I didn't watch much of the last one, so I don't know a whole lot about the course. Um. Other than, yeah, yeah, probably gonna I be mean, real hot. Vegas, so <laughs> it's gonna be probably very, very, very hot. Who would that benefit? I, I, nobody. Not Rogers because he's <laughs> up there in Green Bay. Probably Mahomes showing up in, in the summer yeah. and Tom Brady. I guess that would be about yeah. it. Um, but yeah, anything else to add about the match? Oh, I don't think so. I couldn't find any prop bets, but. I'm hoping to find there are on DraftKings. There's like whole prop bets. Okay. So like you can bet each whole winner through the first six. So if you really think that it might take a second for Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes to get their groove going, it's sure. very well could Tom yep. Brady and Aaron Rodgers to win whole one is plus 200. Wow. Well, I guess, cause are they thinking that they might tie tie, tie is even. Yeah. But okay. I think like first shot, Get some yeah. figures out. It's not uh, a bad, it's not a bad bet at all. Take it. Yeah. And then they got you got longest tee shot uh on hole one. Surprisingly, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are the favorite at minus 130. But <laughs> I think it technically has to land in the fairway to be like gotcha. considered, yeah, to distance wise. Um, and then I'm they assuming they're hitting from the same tee box, right? Yes, I don't. I, yeah, there's no differences in like the fucking Charles Barkley one where he was three thousand yards ahead of the others. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a whole 
hole four near to the pin. I'm assuming it's the par, only par three they'll play unless there's another one that they just don't have. Yeah. And it's Brady and Rogers minus one thirty. Uh, again, I think they're going to be hitting their irons a lot, a lot smoother. Ball striking is going to be better. Uh, there was a quote that Patrick Mahomes made uh, like after it was first announced that like, Oh, like we're going to be hitting it so far. We'll be hitting our little wedges and, Brady and Rodgers will be hitting like a six iron. I'm like, a little, little wedges. wedges. Like, uh, like per quote, that is what he said. I'm like, oh boy. Rodgers called him Kermit the Frog to his face in a press conference <laughs> yesterday. I thought that was amazing. What did they, what did he say back? I, he didn't say anything. He was, they were just talking to Rodgers about um, kind of like the same what they were talking to Brady about, like their predictions, expectations, trash talk, things like that. And, I don't remember the exact quote, but he was essentially just like, you know, I don't think Kermit the Frog and, and Josh have uh, like have the experience and like trash talking yet or whatever. You know, we've we're experienced. We're the big boys. We've been doing this for a long time. Um, I just thought that was hilarious. Just rolled right off the tongue too. didn't even hesitate calling him Kermit the Frog. So <laughs> sure, he funny. took well to that. Yeah, that but... like, like <laughs> loaded up in his brain. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I don't see Aaron Rodgers being like the uh, an aggressive or like emotional uh shit talker no i think he's just very he's just so passive aggressive with how he talks i think that might all that almost gets into people's heads more i don't know though hard telling but tom brady is like the like the equivalent of like bryson bryson dechambeau cringeworthy making tiktoks like shit very forced <laughs> but some of the, some of his shit is funny and like yeah legit but some of it is like okay now you're just probably got too tips hard. from gronk that's my guess, because I think Gronk Gronk is the king of uh, being a shit disturber, whether it's just being funny or goofy or whatever. But I would imagine he'll be on the broadcast at some point tomorrow. Has to be, yeah. I wouldn't Has doubt it be. at all. Um, I won't bring Devontae Adams on. I'll tell you that. <laughs> probably not. It'd be it'd be funny if Derek Carr was playing. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and Derek and Derek Carr team up yeah they're it's on their their team <laughs> together said, yeah almost said eric rogers and darren Carr. darren Carr. Mm-hmm. uh so there's the match we obviously i mean I, i'm comfortable putting a five unit spot on uh rogers and brady so do that uh tomorrow put that out tweet it out too but you should listen to this if you're listening thank you um <laughs> any anything to add uh sports wise before we get out of here on this short episode I don't think so, you know, getting into the dog days of summer with baseball. So we're just kind of hitting the ground running with that. Not a whole lot to talk about. I feel like as we get closer to the end of the season, you can start to talk about playoff predictions, things like that. But we just really don't have a lot to talk about with that right now, other than the fact that between Goldie, Mookie Betts, and Jose Ramirez, three of the hottest hitters on the planet right now, um, there's really not a whole lot else going on. So. Yeah, I mean it's tough to tough to talk about anything in terms of awards or predictions right now because it's way too soon. And honestly, it's kind of weird the way the MLB is shaking out right now. Like you got your good teams, and then I feel ever like there's a very very fine line and who you know is going to be competing already 40, 50 games into the year, and then there's like a large amount of trash after your good teams 
like the already. vast majority. Yeah, the vast majority of the divisions this year are very top heavy, and it's on. It surprised me the fact that you've got two teams in the NL Central that are competing, and the rest are well That's below five hundred. You've got two teams in the AL Central that are competing in the White Sox and Twins, which Twins out of nowhere, but the rest are dog shit. Then you've got AL East. The hey, Yankees, you got the Guardians the who are six and, and a half Rays. back. Yeah, yeah, and I guess. A- AL East has three teams that are competitive: the Rays, the Blue Jays, and the Yankees. But the Yankees are even pulling pretty pretty well out in front there. NL East is just uh, all Mets right now; like nobody's. Even so there is, if you're looking at the standings right now, and I'm I'm gonna say in the NL in t- in terms of playoff contenders already one two got the Mets, Brewers, Cardinals, Dodgers, Padres. And I'll I'll include the Giants to be nice. But as of right now, it's just those six. That's it. Yeah. Everyone else crazy. is so far out of it. So it's like you almost it sounds crazy to say we're fifty games in unless something crazy happens. <laughs> I think the playoffs are almost already locked up. Outside of like one wild card spot in the NL. Yeah. Yeah. And in I, the uh... AL, I would say about all three the top three teams in every division are will be competitive as a reminder there are three wild card spots this year per per uh, league so they added a wild card spot in each in each league so so pretty um, much everyone competing in the national league that is not 10 games back of their division is going to make the playoffs right now yeah and that's kind of what i was getting at um i made this parlay on fanduel back in february and it was just a division winner parlay in all six divisions. And right now I have the Blue Jays, which Yankees are kind of out in front. Still very real, still very possible. The White Sox, who I think will catch up to the Twins. They're just a better team. The Twins Astros. Well, how long is Tim Anderson out for? That's a great question. I don't think it's going to affect them enough, though, just personally. He's a great player, right. but I don't know if it'll affect them enough to, to fall apart or even not be able to catch up. If he's up. out for a very, very extended period of time, maybe. Yeah. Um, the Astros first place right now. I think they'll, they'll win that division. The Mets, they'll win that division. The Dodgers, they're going to, I think they're going to win that division pretty handily. And then I have the Cardinals cause I was biased. We'll see what happens in the central right now. The Brewers what, look pretty what was good. The, what were the odds on that? The odds in total were plus 7,552. I How threw $10 on it to win 750. <laughs> well, you got three of six and the right. rest of them are within five games. Right, lot, got a lot of time to to make something happen, but we'll see what that's happens. A lot of time to unravel, but that's not bad. Exactly. It's not a bad bet. <laughs> uh, so to recap everything for you guys, uh, we've got a six game series bet on the NBA Finals at plus two hundred odds. Uh, we have the Lightning at minus one seventy five to win the series that they're currently in, and plus two ten uh, to win the cup. Plus two ten right. to win the cup, and then we've got a minus one ninety bet on Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to win the match tomorrow or today if you're listening today. That's it all. That's all we got for you, folks. Quick little forty five minute episode. Just wanted to pop in, let you guys know what was going on, give you our give you our thoughts. Um, if you already haven't figured it out, it's going to be bi weekly unless there's just something crazy uh, coming up in the sports world which as of right now, there is not next week. We have a actual 
actually pretty huge UFC card. So whether it's a we do a full episode next week or we just put out some picks and like a, maybe I I can just hop on and, and do a quick little chat at you guys. Either way, pretty big UFC card. Um, but yeah, outside of that, we're gonna switch to bi-weekly for the summer like we do every year because there's just not a whole lot to talk about. But yep. Ethan will still be with us, so for the foreseeable future. And unless you got anything to add, we're out of here. Days out. 100 days out until the NFL season starts officially today, so 99 when you're listening tomorrow. Uh, so we're getting close, getting close to, to back in full swing action of college football and NFL. Here we go. Ready, ready for it. All right, guys, we'll see you in two weeks. Peace. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 